Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts, but we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! To cryptids on cryptids, a folklore, a folklore podcast. podcast. I was waiting for that. Yeah, I was doing some dramatic pausing, Nadia. Oh, but usually you're like cryptids on cryptids, and then it's like a wholesome, like a folklore podcast. But this one, this time it was like pause. It was dirty this time. I'm coming at it with some energy. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> but this time it was like a folklore <laughs> podcast. Like, like it was a bit girly pop. A big girly pop. A big girly is that what's, pop. Is that what the dirty energy I felt coming off of it was? No, so you know, like, the other day, so my brother and his friends were f- making me a PC, which was really nice of them, like, because obviously I wasn't doing it. <laughs> but, and they were sitting in my little pink gamer chair, and they were like, I'm so girl boss. And I was like, no, right now it's, I'm girly pop. Like, you're girly pop. Girly pop. Okay, I don't know enough about the subcultures of girl. To know the difference between girly pop. The girls who girl girl, and the girls who gorn't, gorn't. Girls who girl girl, and girls who gorn't, gorn't. Gorn't. Uh, gorn't. So, we're talking about the Ogopogo today. Does Ogopogo girl, or girl't? The Ogopogo, honestly, well, no. The Ogopogo girl't, but the N ha ha. Wait, let fuck. Let me find the pronunciation because I'm not gonna butcher this. It's the N ha ha itku girls. The, oh really? The N ha ha itku is girly pop. I just know so. What does the pop girl. have to do with it? That's where I'm getting lost. Is it like no, you're a girl but you have a soda? No, no, no. It's not. It's girly pop. It's so like, it's like your girliness pops. No, it's one word. Girly pop. Your girly pop. It's the vibe. Oh, so like, so like K-pop. Oh my Is god, this... no! It's the vibe. It's girly pop. <laughs> so it's like popping. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Girly pop. It's pop. Girly pop. No, it's more like. It's like a cute. Like oh my god, you're girly pop. Like that's like it's cute, but in a non-condescending way. Okay. If a man ever called me girly pop, I would kill myself. No, actually, I would kill him. I have no reason to kill myself. <laughs> but, like, if a man called me girly pop, oh I'd be god. like, oh, my God. Like, excuse me? But, like, if a woman calls you girly pop, it's like, okay. <laughs> you didn't hear. Um, you didn't. I need the listeners to visualize the bite lip. The bit lip. The bit lip. Okay, yeah. Like the emoji. Yeah. It's that okay. face exactly. Okay. Um. So, the Ogopogo Gront. The Ogopogo Gront. The Nahaikitu? Nope. Itku? Okay. I don't know how to do it. 
So you were so disappointed in me that your camera fell over I know, for the babe. audience. Um, <laughs> I okay. So well, let's give some background to this name that we are struggling to pronounce because it's not our language. Um, yeah, but that we want to pay respects to. Um, so. What is the yeah. Ogopogo? The Ogopogo is the Americanized version of the scripted. The Ogopogo is a serpentine beast. Objectively fun to say. Sorry. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It's a serpentine beast about 25 meters long, which is, for the Americans, Whoa. about 83 feet, with green skin. Holy fuck. Descriptions of the head vary. Some say it looks like a horse. Others say it's reptilian like a snake or goat like I think horses are kind of reptilian I don't know why horses are brought up every episode this time you did it uh, you yeah. said it looked like a horse this is from my research but I just don't know what it is about horses and cryptids like none of these cryptids except for the kelpie have been horses but also but always horses are mentioned really we should be doing a horse theory I was about to say maybe it's because they are horses. No. You can Deep only down stick to inside. One. You can only stick to one theory. You have been switching theories back to back episodes. Well, bird theory bird theory is dead. <gasps> We've talked about this. Yeah. We had a funeral. It was it was fine. I miss bird theory. We buried it in a box in the backyard. Like you would do with a parakeet. I'm trying to think of a bird theory. Um it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, birds. I'm going to let you flounder on this birds. one. Birds. Birds. Mm -hmm. Flounder is a fish. Fish theory. Yeah. Fish theory. I told you that's what I'm on right now. Actually, I'm, I really, I pitched fish theory. I wasn't thrilled with it. You know where I'm landing though? Where? Horse theory? I mean, you know, you know that that's it. I'm a horse girl at heart. I feel like if you're going to pitch something, you got to, otherwise it hurts your credibility. If you're going to pitch something, okay. you got to stick with I gotta it. I got to come into you it. You can't just, okay, bird theory and bird theory is your whole heart. Bird theory is our whole podcast. We have an episode on bird theory and then every episode we mention it. But then you suddenly kill it and you introduce fish theory. Okay, it hurts. It hurts the listeners. It hurts me. It hurts you. Everybody's crying. But then what do you do? After one episode, you get rid of it. You didn't even give it a chance. You left I'm it, exploring my options right now. You left it to flounder like a dying fish gasping for water. Yeah, I did leave fish theory to flounder. Um, but I think that fish theory really didn't have any legs. <laughs> but, um, and horse theory? Horse theory's got four whole ass legs. I just gotta rein you in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there a quota we have to hit on bad puns, or no? I just, I just feel like there's. Oh, okay. Be. Yeah, I was, you know, letting in some slack. So, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're picking it up. Um. So what is the what is the ogre? So it's a big serpent. It's a big serpent with a horse head. So this is basically my baby Nessie. If my baby, oh, it's like a baby Nessie. If my baby is Nessie, does that make me Bella Swan? It does. I guess so. 
Can we talk about, okay, while we're talking about what it looks like, um, we tweeted this picture as like the, can you guess what cryptid it is? Yeah. Um, it's a statue. Yeah. Yeah, it's on our Twitter, at OnCryptids. Um, and it's it's this statue, and I was looking at it, and first of all, this guy ain't got no teeth. But that's a statue. Okay, I don't even have Twitter pulled up. Everybody, go pull up Twitter. Um, second of all, he looks thirsty as fuck. Dang, I feel like... Okay, he looks... Not like horny thirsty, he's just like gasping for water. Yeah. Like a dog panting. A rat, but larger. That is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was that at the Great John T.? Yeah, so basically, <laughs> we asked, uh, we asked, can you guess what cryptid we are doing for t- for Tuesday's episode? And somebody commented, Great John commented, a rat but larger. And I want, I want John to know I love that. I love that. Why is he so much funny, <laughs> funnier than we are? <laughs> He's, okay, can I tell you, okay, I know him personally. He's a friend of the show. Of the um, show. He has been pitching me, he has been pitching me on a rat but larger as a cryptid that we should talk about. For at least three years. What is a rat but larger? It's just what it is. It's just a big rat. It's a rat but larger. It's a <laughs> yeah. It's a rat but larger. I have a friend. Like, have you ever played? Um... No, I won't. I won't roast them. They listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh no! They'll know who they are though. Okay. Are you gonna say anything about no, it, or you, you just... just have a friend that listens to the podcast? No, you just ever you meet someone and you're like, you're a rat. Not in like a you ratted me out, but like you're just like you have rat qualities. You have rat energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's rat energy. Sorry, not qualities. It's rat energy. You ever meet someone like that's the worst insult for if somebody said I had rat energy, that would make me cry. Like that is such that's so hurtful. Yeah, and so I say it to my I've lovely been, I've been told I have rat energy. Yeah. Yeah. Does that track? <laughs> Is that track for you? You said it's the worst insult you could possibly imagine being directed at yourself. And then you said, yeah, that tracks for you. Uh, <laughs> Ow. Rip, but I'm different. Um, anyways, that's what Yeah, you don't have rat energy. What energy do I have? Honestly. You just know that whatever you say is going to be a compliment. Because you can't, like, I'm sorry, I'm God's favorite. You can't really insult me. Like, there's nothing to insult. You know what? You have rat energy. <laughs> you know, we both know that's <laughs> not true. You're just trying to hurt me now, but we both know. <laughs> I'm just trying to hurt you with rat energy. <laughs> you can't hurt me. I'm immune. Also, shout out to Aaron, who tried to help me find... What is it called? The Twilight movie. Oh yeah. Sorry, ignore the fact that I just yeah. forgot the name of the the, mo- the movies that I talk about every episode, and I just am too poor to have Hulu Live TV because it's like ninety extra dollars. Like that's the real struggle. If I had ninety extra don't. dollars every month, I would not be doing a podcast about cryptids. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Look, honestly, With a man who has rat energy. What I'm saying is that if someone wants to donate enough money for us to buy the Twilight movies, we will watch it and do a separate podcast reviewing it every year for the rest of eternity. We were supposed to watch it because it was my birthday and we were supposed to watch it. Um, Yeah, we were supposed to watch it. Oh, happy birthday. Nadia's 21 now. 
lot of things happened while we were gone. Yeah. Sorry we had to take a little break. Yeah. I was out of town. I was partying and, it up. Uh, yeah, Nadia was going crazy. Um, do you have any any fun stories? Well, we're supposed to be talking about the Ogopogo, and I feel like he's full of fun stories. I can't. Do you think the Ogopogo would have any like rager party stories? Okay, good. I'm glad. I just can't. you know like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Let's just keep you it went up. to Vegas. No, but let's just keep it at that. But in terms of the Ogopogo, okay. well, first let's let me continue describing this creature. I think we got it. It's a horse. We, like, oh if you my just God. imagine a horse, that's it. <laughs> just a horse in the water. Um, that's where they came from, dude. What is that? A horse you ever out heard of water? No, it's a fish out of water. Why would it be a horse out of water? Oh, because you can leave. Because that's where they came from. Oh, my God. Wait. I have a horse theory for this. Because you can lead a horse to okay. water, but you can't make it drink. That's why the Ogopogo statue looks so thirsty. Oh, see, I always heard the original saying was you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it think. I don't I don't drink. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they can't you can't make it think because they have no brain cells. Well, that also. No, but like the actual you can saying, never make a horse thing. The actual saying is you can you you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, which means that you know you can give someone opportunities and you can help them out, but in the end they have to do things for themselves. Yeah, that's true. We're all horses trying to drink. Okay. You think the Ogopogo? Okay, I just asked you this. Do you think the Ogopogo has a? He's a horse that drinks. <laughs> Think you got he's, any rager? He's a horse that doesn't <laughs> he drink. He has any rager party stories? <laughs> Not that I know of. I'm sure. I think. I think the Canadians are partying with him. Well, oh, so he's in Canada. Do Canadians party? Do Canadians party? Or do they just like stand you know around and compliment each other? I think it's a bun. It's like it's very much a U.S. party, but it's more low key. You know, like the music's quieter, so it doesn't bug the neighbors. Yeah. And you bump into someone, like you're carrying your red solo cup, and you bump into someone, and you go, "Oops, sorry." Oops, sorry. And it's just that. It's just a chorus of "Oops, sorry," every like four to ten minutes. But isn't it? It's Ohioans that say "Oop." Ohioans, yeah. No, we say "Oop" a lot too. Oop. I think that's a like a Midwest thing. Um, do you think if Canadians were creatures, they would be elves? <laughs> do, they would be elves. Do you see where I'm going with this? I feel like we would be, like, Americans would be, like, ha no, I guess we would be elves because we think we're better than everyone else. Sorry, that had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Let me just, I, sorry, continue. Like, my original, I don't know, my original theory about elves was that um, the elves were based on the French. Yeah, I could see that too. It depends on what elves you're thinking sense? about. If you're thinking of like pretentious elves, which you know they would be, then yes. The French are pretentious as fuck. I love the French, but yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a horse girl. I was a French girl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Okay. I was like a Paris. Yeah. Yeah, I still am. I love France. I'm sorry. You know what? You give me French energy. Thank you. That actually means a lot. <laughs> 
Is that what you want? Yeah, you want French energy? I do. You want you're sitting on the side of a street smoking a cigarette and eating a croissant yeah, and just I talking smoke, shit. I smoke cigarettes and I eat cigarettes for breakfast. That is why Americans are obese and I drink coffee and I eat baguettes and I am in the Paris. Yeah. Harry. You eat the baguette. That's Italian. <laughs> That's Italian. Um <laughs> you, you like <laughs> how did that get you <laughs> um <laughs> actually i was thinking of an, another my own joke but that's fine you can have that one. oh you okay can just, we could just keep that as i'm laughing oh i can just like feel better yeah thank you um, i appreciate that no, what was your joke i'm concerned and interested because so i'm pretentious and my friend works at a makeup company and she bought brought me like Hermes lipstick, which I'm wearing today, which I wish you listeners could see, because I am popping off. Even Marty was saying, my fit is popping off. I look so cute today. But mm-hmm. I'm wearing my little Hermes lipstick. And, like, Hermes is a luxury brand. It's a very famous, pretentious... Like, they have the Birkin bags. Um, yeah, I have a scarf from them. Yeah, and I showed my friend, and I was like... My other friend, and I was like, oh, my God, look what... This friend gave me, and it was like the Hermes logo, and she goes Hermes, and I was like, "It's Hermes," and I was, and I felt like the most pretentious French bitch. It's Hermes, like ah, bah, bah, bah. I eat cigarettes. It's Hermes, it's you don't Hermes. pronounce the H. You, you stupid Hermes. That way, I turned Italian. You stupid American. You don't know Hermes, Hermes. You know, sorry, my yeah, <laughs> my volume probably peaked during that. <laughs> it's just a silent rant about Hermes. <laughs> like when you were dying laughing last week. There was yeah, I wanna I wanna announce that last week we started talking about Akatar and Marty announces and admits to me admits to me in a moment of vulnerability that he read Akatar and I screamed. <laughs> so loudly <laughs> that my voice completely cuts out and it just sounds like i have no reaction when i was ha- like i screamed so yeah that was really disappointing okay. to not hear so the the thing about akatar last week we can't go back to our last episode <laughs> can i i <laughs> i just it said on record that when the book was first recommended to me i was like i don't want to read this cuz i know that I'm going to forget what the fuck Akatar means. And I'm like, someone's going to say that and it's going to put me on blast. Cause I'm going to be like, Oh yeah, I know what that is, but I won't know why I know what that is. Well, you explained it last week and you did it well. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did feel put on blast. <laughs> How did we go from, okay. So we went from Canada, Canada, Canada to the French, but let me, let me explain where the Ogopogo... You know who's the worst? French Canadians. <laughs> oh Get them out of here. You, they think they're French, but they're Canadian. Get out of here. I'm sorry. I think anybody with... They're like the furries of Canada. Anybody <laughs> with a French accent is hot to me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so basic for that. I'm. So, I, we all have flaws. Even God's favorite has flaws. I'm a, it's understandable. I'm a French girl. I'm a Paris girl. I'm not actually French, not like ethnically. Nationally? Nationally? Um Yeah, I 
So is Ogopogo Canadian or French Canadian? So I need to know. It's not French. So let me okay. let me let me Thank set God. the scene for you. Let me Oof. let me girly pop this up. Let me let me set the scene. Okay. Past the city in Kelowna in the Canadian province, British Columbia, which I heard about for the first time today. You didn't know about British Columbia? I had no idea where it was or what it is. I just assumed it was like a part of Britain. Um, it's like Northwest Canada. There's right. Yeah. So, anyways, in this past yeah. the city of Kelowna, there stretches the Okanagan Lake, which is 84 meters long and about three feet wide. Its deepest point is 761 inches. You're welcome. And I'm so glad you included that because I was gonna ask. And it has a surface <laughs> area of about 135.5 square miles. Do you have any other questions? Nope. Uh, actually, what's the pollution quality looking like? It's actually polluted. There's beer cans. There's polluted as fuck. It's, oh it's no. Like, yeah. Anyways, it curves down the Okanagan Valley like a giant snake. The Ogopogo is also said to dwell within this lake on Rattlesnake Island, which is also a place on Lake Erie, which is not this place. Not this place. Yeah, fuck you, Lake Erie. Get out of here. But you had your time. Anyways, yeah. You didn't catch me slipping. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I know that's deepest Yeah, point. you got it. Don't gotta you got to get ready it. if you stay ready, bitches. What's the average depth? Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was not ready for that. Um... 760 inches. That's the deepest point. Okay. So this creature could ostensibly fit in this lake. Wait, is that... 6 times 12 is... Is 72? Wait. Is 5 times 12 60? Is 5 times 12... You're going to ask me that like I know math? 5 times 12... It's 60, yeah. So... Six times twelve is seventy-two, and if this is seven hundred sixty-one inches, it's sixty-three point four inches or feet. Sixty-three point four feet. Yeah. Well, I was about to do the math. Okay. I did the math. Sure. Silently and in my head. Yeah. Uh huh. Like a professional. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm gonna do my math loudly uh, and in your face. Um. That's fair. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so like 60, 64 feet. That's pretty deep. I also wanted to announce that I'm usually the skeptic of the podcast. I don't usually believe in... I'm a scientist. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I love the stories, though. I believe in this one. You believe in this, this one? I think this one is real. Okay. Ooh, okay. Um, is it because there's been a lot of sightings, or...? There's been so many sightings, and also... Well, there's like a whole story around it. Okay. Do you wanna do you wanna get into the story or? Um. Do you have more lake facts? Maybe later. Because I'm always interested in lake facts. Lake facts. I don't have any more lake facts. Um. I went to a lake last week. It was a pretty cool lake. Is there... Deepest depth was only about thirty feet, though. Do you have a? Is there a funny story about that or? Um, yeah, so we tried to go boating on the lake, 
um, and one of my friends said he had been canoeing before. And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah. And then we put the canoes in the water, and he was about to get into it. And he said, never mind. Actually, I think it was a kayak that I've done. But that's also wild that somebody told you. For me, it's weird that he said, <laughs> I've been canoeing before. And your response was, are you sure? Like, that's not a normal response to, have you been canoeing before? Okay, as someone who, A, worked at a summer camp um, and had to teach eight-year-olds how to do canoeing, um, that's a question you have to ask. Second of all, the last time I took people who were unfamiliar with boating out on the lake in the boats, um, they almost sank the canoes, which is very hard to do, but is possible. Yeah, so I just wanted to make sure, and then he was like, yeah, actually, maybe it was a kayak, and then I was like, well, let's try the canoe, and we instantly flipped over. What's the difference? The difference between a kayak and a canoe? Well, a kayak, you sit a lot lower, and there's it's a lot more stable, and a kayak can be piloted by one person, whereas a canoe usually needs two. Um, yeah, that's not funny information, but it is important information in the distinction between kayaks and canoes. Well, maybe we can use a kayak. Well, what would you recommend in order for us to find this lake serpent? Mm, probably a boat with an inboard motor. Probably some, be a boat with an inboard sturdy. rotor. But if you could only choose between, inboard a, motor. between a kayak and a canoe, what would you choose? Like, it's the two of us. we got to get to the serpent or, like, find the serpent. Um... I would say canoe, that way we minimize the likelihood of you getting lost. That's fair. That's really fair. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost. I've lived on my campus. I finished three years there. And I got mm-hmm. lost. I got bubble tea and then tried to go to the library. So from North Campus, tried to go to the library. And I got lost. <laughs> it is a 10-minute walk, and I got lost. Just in the center of my campus, could not find the main library. Maybe that's genetic, because I did go I did go on a trip with your brother one time and we got lost in a town that has two streets. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, Impressive, right? I also <laughs> then tried to use GPS, read it wrong, and went the wrong way. Wow. So yeah, I don't I know my flaws. Um geography <laughs> Your flaws are you're attracted to French accents and can get lost. Can't get lost. <laughs> I'm starting a list. Every time you say you're perfect, I'm going to whip it out. So if you ever... (laughs) Wait, no, not like that. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm just screeching instead of laughing. Guys, the list. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining I say I'm perfect and you just start pissing on the ground. So yeah, if you just brought me in the middle of France, you will never see me again. Yeah. You'll be taken in by every stranger and be so lost. (laughs) Yes. We drop you off a block from the airport. You're never getting there. (laughs) Never getting there. I will end up married to some nice or not nice French person. Some French A French. Person. Yeah. A French. A French. Um, 
anyways. You know what? I feel confident insulting the French on this podcast still because they're not even in our top five of they don't listen places to that listen to us. Yeah, we got. I mean, I was gonna thank the top five at the end of the episode. We'll we'll thank the top five cities, and if you want your city to be in the top five and thanked at the end of the episode, you better start sharing this show. Okay, French people, this is for you. Let me say, wait, we wanted to end. It'd be like, bonjour et bienvenue à Cryptids sur Cryptids. I don't know how to say a folklore podcast in French. Un podcast de folklore. <laughs> Cigarette. <laughs> Cigarette. And then all the French people start running in. Yeah. Cigarette. No, that definitely and, worked. Um, protest. Look, I will say our third most listened Canadian city is Montreal. But hey, they're down at like number 30 on the list. So Montreal. Oh my God, this is close. Go find the Ogopogo. Um... But let me tell you this story, because I told you the Ogopogo is the American version. Not the American version, okay. sorry. All, all of Western society is just America. That was very American of me to say. Um, That's true. Stories begin of the, well, of this creature, stories begin from the indigenous people of the Okanagan Nation, the Seelks. Okay. Which I looked at. So up. that's where it gets the name Ogopogo. Yeah. Because no, it no, sounds no, no, like no, no, Okanagan. No, 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 no. no, no. Not even close. Um, really? No. I even wrote this in your notes. Um, I didn't read them. In, <laughs> I can't And read. I will try to pronounce this. In the language of the Okanagan Nation, the, the Silks, which is, the language is called Nsilkskin, the word for the Ogopogo is Nhahaitku. Probably in a different, like, Nhahaitku. I don't know how to say it. Anyways, which... Okay, so that's the, like, girly pop name. That's... This is the this is the name that girls. This is the name that girls. Which apparently it means the sacred spirit of the lake, which is super cool. Um, okay. Because the indigenous people believed in a physical form of the lake as well as a spiritual, and they believed that sometimes you could see the spiritual form within the, the physical form, which is why sometimes there were appearances. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. After European colonists arrived in the valley in 1809, missionaries began demonizing the Silks' beliefs. Wow, surprise, surprise. Ooh, Jesus. Wow. The Silks would feed the spirit symbolically with ta- tobacco. So, so the French would have loved it. Sorry. The Silks would feed the spirit. <laughs> so basically they would throw like tobacco, sage, and sometimes salmon as a way to thank the lake for providing food and water. The European colonists saw this and shared stories of an <laughs> evil lake serpent that demanded animal sacrifice to grant safe passage. And so this is how the story of the Ogopogo came to be. Came to be. And okay. the colonists even began patrolling the lake with guns. To shoot a lake spirit? Yeah. Bro. Something tells me these guys never watched Avatar. Which one? The Last Airbender. I don't remember there being guns in Avatar The Last Airbender. Well, there was an important message to respect spirits in that show. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, I don't remember and that. She, hey. It sounds on character, but I don't remember, like, Toph, like, pulling out a rifle and just shooting <laughs> the the emperor of the Fire Nation. Oh, when in the um, in the sequel one, The Legend of Korra, they made Toph a, gu- a cop and gave her a gun. She has a gun? Yeah. I've never seen The Legend of Korra. 
She's glocking fools left and right. She's glocking. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so uncharacter for her. Being a cop does not seem uncharacter, though. No, not being a cop, but, like, having a gun. (laughs) Yeah. Being a criminal. (laughs) Be gay, do crimes. (laughs) Being a criminal. Um, Yeah. So that's so that was the original. So the Enhaha Itku is the actual cryptid, and then in okay. the 1920s, tourism officially officials named the creature Ogopogo after an English folk song. It goes: His mother was an earwig, his father was a whale, a little bit of a little bit of head, and hardly any tail. And Ogopogo was his name. Okay, a little bit of head. I'm not going to make a joke. <laughs> and hardly any tail. Dude, this guy's got nothing. This guy's got nothing going on. Maybe that's why he's sticking his tongue. <laughs> like that. Just a little bit ahead. Just uh, a little bit, dude. Oh, so this was... I got these from a BBC article called Canada's Mysterious Lake Monster, and they interviewed an actual person from the First Nation of the, the Okanagan Nation. Um, oh, that's really cool. I would love to do interviews and stuff like that, too. It'd be hard to joke about things. But <laughs> it'd be cool to have the information firsthand. Yeah. You know? Just like, just like she's this, this lady that is telling us about her, the spiritual creature and how the colonists tried to shoot it. And we're like, you know the Avatar, the last airbender? Yeah, he... How he tells us to respect the spirits, and we're with you. <laughs> How do you feel about Toph with a gun? <laughs> so, uh, so now actually, yeah. the 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 Okanagan Nation are trying to do basically deprogramming, which is questioning or deconstructing the colonial perspective on local history and culture, and basically getting people instead of calling it the Ogopogo and um, you know. And only referring to the westernized story, recognizing where the story mm-hmm. comes from and the actual s- religious significance it has. Yeah, I think uh, honestly, like that's something that I'm I'm really happy to see them doing because I know that similar things have happened with the Wendigo and a lot of other uh, creatures and cryptids that we talk about on the show, um, especially like Thunderbirds is a big thing. I know. I'm actually all for um, colonization. Oh, really? <laughs> Just because Ogopogo is more fun to say? No! <laughs> I actually think that in Hahaetku, it's kind of fun to say. Um, Ogopogo is giving, like, a toy from Toy Story that, yeah, like, is too much. This is like they invented the pogo stick and they said, what's next? Well, the Ogo pogo stick is what's next. <laughs> and this thing bounces twice as high and has the head of a horse. Can we talk? Well, no. Actually, the Enhaha Itku. Actually, you're right. Fuck. Um, in the original indigenous stories, it was very dark. So, Which makes sense because there are stories that call it black, some call it green. I think it's probably like a dark green. And then like in the water, especially if you're seeing it from far away, if it's wet, it's going to look very dark. With the head of a horse and deer antlers. So kind of like the jackal. Whoa. Deer antlers. I know. I think horses don't need any more additions to their skull to make it look (laughs) scarier. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
My thing is, it's already. Sc- it has a. Sm- excuse me. Sorry, just burp. It has a. It's about twenty. It's eighty-three feet long. The body of a snake yeah. with a horse head. Like the antlers are like wow. Like that's a lot. To be fair, though, antlers are some king shit. It's super you know? cool, but like I would be so frightened. That's not you know, like everyone. Everyone always going on about, like, if you were, like, a human person and you could have, like, one animal thing. Like, a bunch of people say wings. No, I would But, like, come on, dude. Antlers would fuck... Antlers would fucking go off. But we don't want to disrespect the Enhaha Itku. It actually sounds like it would be very cool looking. It does. It sounds sick. I would want wings. I'm not going to lie. Really? But a snake you body... You'd be a wing girl? Okay, don't say it like that. Oh, what is that? Does that imply something? <laughs> it implied judgment is what it implied. Oh, her? She's a wing girl. Also, I feel like if somebody was like, oh, she's a wing girl, it's like, it's giving like the pick me like, oh my God, she eats wings with her hands. She's not like the other girls. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to eat the wings. Yeah, I just think antlers body. would be... I think antlers would be sick. I, I think people should have antlers. So you would rather have antlers than wings? Yeah. I feel like I've shed tears over the fact that I can't fly. You can fly. It's called an airplane. No, but I mean, like, I want wings so badly. Oh, okay. That's fair. I, I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. I just happen to disagree, because I think What would wings you do would with be... your antlers? Fucking look rad. I mean, what do you need to do with antlers? Looking rad is all that counts. I can actually really, I really respect you for that. Yeah, thanks. Right. You, you think about how much like jewelry and accessories you could do if you had. <gasps> oh my god, you are so right. Right, you're not even thinking about the possibilities. Antlers would go off. Antlers would kind of go off. What about horns? Like a tiefling. Okay. I think horns are cool, but not as cool as antlers. The branching of antlers is badass. You know? Okay, then sell it to me. Rather than horns, why are antlers better? Okay, so first of all, you got branches, right? Yeah. The horns is just one thing. It's just one thing going up. But I could argue that antlers has got... You don't want to be too well, busy. Yeah, it'd be sleeker and more convenient, but, like... Yeah. Like, think about, like, antlers. You know, like, the like little, th- like, cuffs you put on your ears? Yeah, like, yeah, think yeah, about, yeah. like, little metal cuffs you could put around antlers. And you could put, like, a bunch of them. Different rings and shit. Little chains attaching them. Ooh. Oh, that would be cool, the point. chains. But you could also yeah. do that for horns. Also, antlers shed, so you don't have to have them all year round. What?! Yeah. What do you mean they shed? Well, horns is like an extrusion of bone, right, in the center, and antlers are not. What happens to the antlers? So antlers shed. Where do they go? They fall off. They fall off. Like, all the way? I mean, if you you could look at, like, a deer, like, they lose their antlers. Deer, shed, shedding antlers. Whoa, ew, ew, don't look that up. Don't look that, ew. Oh, yeah, there is that, like, really gruesome part of it where it looks like there's a bunch of blood and flesh on it. 
But that's when they grow in. That's when they grow back in, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't want you. So you were going to shed your antlers like that. Uh-uh. Well, I'm just... For the win. That would look so creepy. I'm saying that we as humans probably would have better technology to deal with that than a deer <laughs> does. Because a deer... <laughs> a deer dealing with that is like, I'm going to rub my head against a tree. You know? Okay. Judgment. Ju- you're judging me? I hope... Okay, I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate, which is why I'm asking about elves and, like, horns. Because I have, like, a little tiefling character. She... She 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 can you know she looks super rad. She can get it, yeah. Okay, no, creepy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that's what you were trying to say. No, I was trying to say she looks awesome. Tieflings, I think, do have a very rad look, but I think some of that comes from like the the like devil aesthetic. You know what I mean? Oh, so you're into bad boys with the horns? Yeah, it's like a bad boy aesthetic. Honestly, a French bad... <laughs> a French tiefling? <laughs> a French tiefling would, like, could have me. Okay. Do you think <laughs> Do you think Baldur's Gate in France is in... Well, it's gotta be in French. Why would it be in English? So I just gotta play it in French. Could you make it... Yeah, you could play it in French. And then create a little... Probably help you be more familiar with the language. And then create a little tiefling, like, YN... Where it's just a dating sim, but I'm also the character I'm dating. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, my god. Anyways, where were we? Oh, yeah. Then Ha Ha Itku looks really cool. Um, mm-hmm. it's also really long. <sighs> yeah. Got cool rad antlers. But the reason cooler than horns. But the reason I believe in it is because, like, okay, on OgopogoQuest.com, there are so many sightings of this thing. Yeah. Okay. I, I do see on like what are your some of your sightings and stories about the creature. There is a thing that says there's a one million dollar reward. How can we as a podcast cash in? How can we as a podcast? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, we should. That would be so cool. But I don't believe in catching sacred river spirits for money, okay? That sounds colonist to me. Uh, Well, I think it's, like, any reward like that is, like, an opportunity to screw over the government, right? You ever seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? No. Well, actually... It's actually interest in the Ogopogo peaked in the 1980s um, when Kelowna's Tourism Association offered a $1 million reward for proof of the creature's existence. Greenpeace, proof? Okay. Greenpeace came forward and named it an endangered species, demanding that o- the Ogopogo be captured only on film and not in the flesh. So, technically, we wouldn't be like grabbing the sacred spirit. We would just be documenting. Looking for pictures. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about like the the good and the bad and the ugly scheme that they had run running was that um, ugly would like commit cl- crimes and like I'm get sorry, a warranty who? a warrant. So the guy is I don't remember his name in the film, but he's the ugly guy, right? Is it? Do they call it's the him good ugly? guy, the bad guy, and the ugly guy? Do they call him ugly? Um, probably. 
Anyway, he would, like, commit crimes and get, like, a warrant on him, and then he would turn himself in, or the good guy would turn him in for the money, uh, and then free him, and then split the profit with him, right? Yeah. So I was gonna say, like, what well, if we did that with the Ogopogo? So we split the profit with the, with the Enhaetku? Yeah. Half a mil would pr- be pretty good for that guy. I bet. But then we only get 250 each, but I kill you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> See, you're the bad. <laughs> and you're, well, we still need to find the good. I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah, sorry. I'm just plotting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just plotting. I just gave you motive. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we could... So we get a little canoe out, right? You said the canoe would be better. Mm-hmm. And so I don't get lost. And we just like chill with that haetku, ask how it's doing. Maybe do some Take a selfie. Maybe do some lake cleanup because like there was um Oh yeah, for sure. The interview E mentioned something about how like a big part of Kelowna's tourism, like I found a lot of information on the official city website and the touring website about this cryptid because like it's kind of like Loch Ness, like they sell little figurines, you know, like they have things. So mm-hmm. they should spend some of that to clean up the lake because the lake is the Enhaha. Yeah, for it's sure. It's just a spiritual version. Yeah, I think so you're things d- like that where like there's a big draw for tourism like that. I, I think money from that tourism should go to yeah, they're polluting like it. preserving the thing that people are coming to see, like the lake. Also, for the record, I said they're polluting it, not the money should go to pollute the lake. Oh, the money should go, yeah, the money should go to not polluting, unpolluting the lake. Unpolluting. Look at this. Another thing that I wanted to talk about was the legend hunters. So. The legend hunters. Can we rebrand? That would be really cool. The, the legend, legend hunters sound so badass. The legend hunters. Um, yeah, basically a guy named Bill. Oh fuck. Bill Stetsuk. Stetsuk. Mm-hmm. Bill Stetsuk. I think I am reading this directly off that website because I I found this right before we started the podcast episode but hey my research so far has been great so don't judge me um yeah so bell's bill bell bell, just get rid of this just get rid of this i'm done i'm quitting goodbye so bill what did bill do so bill led an expedition with another group of people who agreed to help him do this uh in search of the ogopogo and basically at the end of the first exposition exposition expedition um they did Mm -hmm. a sonar sweep in that time they basically found that it indicated that there was some sort of large creature in the water although and then they had a second expedition that basically showed the same although the result was not as clear um but it's something that um proved there was some sort of abnormal large creature in the water which i think is really Impressive, because we talked about the Loch Ness and how there haven't been that many sightings. One of them was fake, and that sonar hasn't been showing anything. This is why I, yeah. like, I'm, like, 90% sure this thing exists. Yeah, because the sonar shows it. That's really cool. It was on the 18th day. The sonar indicated that a fast-moving object of about 15 meters long 
was 48 meters in front of their boat at a depth of seven and a half meters in an area which was 65 meters deep. Nobody cares about that. It was a 15 meters long thing. Which is a bit And it was fast small. moving. That's important. Fast moving is important because if it wasn't if it wasn't moving at all, you could be like, okay, that's like some land a shit, plank right? Of wood. If it's like if it's not moving, you could be like, oh, that's just like a sandbar on the bottom. And it was of in the lake. front of the boat. It wasn't like the boat's wake. Yeah, in front of the boat. That's really cool. The thing, this actually. one was only fifteen meters and it's it's said to be about twenty five meters, but like that's an estimate. Yeah. And of course, like, it's really big. hard to, sh- yeah, it's hard to tell, like, size of things in the water without measuring them with, like, sonar or being able to take them out of the water and physically measure them. Yeah, but there's, um, like... Just, like, through eyewitness, like, it'd be easy to get the size wrong. But there's, like, a sh- <laughs> um, there's, like, a shit ton of sightings and photos, and, like, you look at these photos and it's, like, what is that? Like, it's usually, like, little humps in the water. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about two in particular. For example, like, in 1926, the occupants of about 30 cars uh, along the Okanagan Mission Beach all reported seeing, maybe not every person, but, like, about a lot of people reported seeing the Okapogo on that day. And then in 1947, multiple boaters saw the creature. One witness, a Mr. Cray, reported that it had a long, sinuous body, 30 feet in length, which makes more sense towards 15 meters, consisting of about five undulations, apparently separated from each other by about a two-foot space in which that part of the undulations would have been underwater. This is a really weird... Undulations (laughs) is an interesting word to pick. There appeared to be a forked tail of which only one half came above the water. From time to time, the whole thing submerged and came up again. But it's, like, interesting, which, of course, like, stories affect our perceptions, but it's interesting that they're all seeing this very long serpentine creature with humps. Yeah, for sure. For sure. This seems like definitely one of the most, um, like, we've talked about a lot of cryptids and a lot of sightings. Really? And this seems, uh, like, over the course of this podcast we've done 47 episodes i know, you know but i was i was being sarcastic because we are a cryptid podcast so yes we've talked about a lot of cryptids yeah well <laughs> well what i was gonna say is we've talked about a lot that are like one person saw it at a time or yeah like two people. not 30 you cars. know this having like 30 reports and and having you know similar reports from all of them like that's one of the pe- reasons people think the mothman is so credible right because it was Four people gave two separate accounts where all of them were saying the exact same thing. That's interesting. Right? Um, we should redo our Mothman episode and really dive into that because oh. I love him. He scares me. He scares you? Are you afraid of moths? Yes, but actually he scares me just because like his following scares me. Like He is popular. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's got some fans. He has fans. And I mean, I don't blame them. Have you seen his, you know... Assets. His ass. You can just say ass. Assets. This is an explicit show. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really cool that there's been uh, multiple sightings. I do want to point out that you did write, I was very confused because in the notes you did write in 2947 instead of 1947. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, there's sightings from the future. Where we proved that? time travel and the Ogopoka. <laughs> Where is that? Uh, at the beginning of the one you just read. 
my research. Did I say in 2947? No, you said the correct date. Honestly? Yeah, you said the correct date. Maybe it is in the but future. Maybe in the future. Maybe in 2947 we'll, we will prove the existence of Ogopogo. Yeah, I don't think it'll be us. I... I believe it'll be us in 900 years for sure. I plan to be immortal. I'm not yet, yeah. but I plan to be. <laughs> um. So, are there any other cool stories about this guy? Nope, that's all I got. But can we talk about because, like, a lot okay. of the sightings are like that, where multiple people see him, or there's multiple, you know, eyewitness, or like, um, there's pictures, um. Hmm. And, but I did want to talk about how the Ogopogo was named after what I read to be, quote, a catchy English folk, folk, folk song. Jesus Christ. A catchy English folk song. Let's take it from the top. A catchy English folk song, which was, as we said When before, you said we're going to take it from the top, I thought you meant you were going to do the song now. And I was <laughs> really hyped. <laughs> And a one, and a two, and a one, two, which was his mother was an earwig, his father was a whale, a little bit of head, and hardly any tail. Like, is that ca- catchy? What does that mean? What is an earwig? Um, I'm okay. Maybe it's like a house centipede. Ew. You know those guys? House did you centipede. Look it up. How did you know? It's a small, elongated insect with a pair of terminal appendages that resemble pincers. Ew. Yeah, they're really gross. Maybe that's why it has a forked tail. Yeah, how did you know what? Maybe that that's why it does have. Um, I knew what it's called because I've killed them before because they've been in my house. I hate. And I'm like that. ew, and I His smash it a with whale, a big a hammer. A little bit of head and hardly any tail, and Ogopogo was his name. And Ogopogo was his name does not fit that. <laughs> If okay, can we talk about this for a second though? No. Brits. Brits. Guys. Brits. Oh, sorry. Um, I need to say wait. Sorry. If his father was a whale, how does it have hardly any head? Whales is like fifty percent head. Sorry, I didn't say it. It's his mother was an earwig. His father was a whale. A little bit of head and hardly any tail. And Ogopogo was his name. There we go. So that they is can this understand. Like so it's it's the proper English folk song. Is this like in in the same cadence as like um the song about the like Boingo? Boingo was his name. Oh. Yankee Doodle? B I N G O. You know? Yankee Doodle? Yeah. B I N G N His mother was an earwig. His father was a whale, a little bit of head, and hardly any tail, and Ogopogo was his name. See, that just doesn't seem to fit. Yeah, when I was thinking of Boingo, I was thinking about Ogo, Oingo Boingo. You get, you know the band Oingo Boingo? I do not. What the fuck are you talking They're about? They're an interesting band. Sorry, I'm like on a whole thing. Um... Anyway, I think Oingo Boingo should do a cover of Ogopogo's song. Um, and we should go hunting for this $1 million reward. I, I think I it'd also like, be worth a million dollars to have a selfie with Oingo Pogo. 
with the Enhaha Itku. We're supposed to call it by its original name. Enhaha Itku. I think it'd be really cool to have a selfie with it. Yeah. And then go to Nessie. I really like this one. I like I like water cryptids. It sucks because it's like we try to find variety for you guys, but so many of them are water cryptids. And they're always yes. cool. <laughs> like the land they, ones uh, aren't as cool. Well, the land ones, it's always like it's a big ape or it's a creepy horse that also lives in the water. The, the, the jackalope was pretty cool. That one was creative. I appreciate that one. The fact that it had like yeah. those powers. Yeah, it had a lot of things going for it. I like that the jackalope drank whiskey. Yeah. I didn't I don't think Ogopogo would be down for whiskey, but it does sound like they gave him tobacco. Yeah. He'd be down to smoke with me and my French lover, who I found when I was lost. Exactly. You found you picked up a French lover when we stopped in Montreal on our way up there. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this guy. Thanks. I think he's good. I'm I'm just worried, though. What are you worried about? That uh, between the three theories. What theories? The three active theories. Oh. Horse theory, fish the theory, theory, and Twilight, and Twilight theory. theory. I'm worried that horse theory has the most traction here. I hate that. You know what? I can't. You can't. Okay. Is horse theory strong this episode? Yes. But you can't knock Twilight Theory because it's the longest standing active theory at the moment. I can't I can't knock Twilight Theory. And, and also I, Twilight Theory is your your theory. And I think I've proven that I can make anything Twilight related. This time it was the fact that Nessie's baby, Bella Swan. Yeah, this is Nessie's baby. Should I find another one? Wait, um, There are Native Americans in Twilight, and they use actual Native American actors, which is surprisingly... Yeah, surprisingly very great. good of them. Um, they were the werewolves. Yeah, that's... So this is how werewolves <laughs> and Nessie come so together great. for mating. Oh, shit. You know, because Jacob they come and together at... mate. Yeah. That great plot point. Twilight Theory. Now, I was listening back to the Bird Theory episode. Yeah. And Sid did pitch that maybe there was just one sea creature that traveled around very, very fast. What if all the water is connected somehow? All the water is connected. That's true. Or what if it's like the tail... Like, then Haha Itku is the tail of Nessie, and they are one amazing spirit, like, water Oh, spirit. shit. Because like of Pangea. Uh, Wait, because think about it, Pangea, Like an Exodia. Right? So yeah. Th- like, when, because if the, 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 the spirit is basically the spirit of the, the physical form of the lake, in Pangea, they split up lakes, right? Are yeah. you with me? Are you with me? I'm I'm with you. One lake into Are two you lake. saying that all So one all sea monsters, all sea cryptids that we've talked about are a Voltron-esque creature that can combine into one very big, very powerful creature. Well, I don't know because in Pangea all the water wasn't connected, but you know like 
there were fewer smaller bodies of water. All water is connected when it rains. You know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is Voltron. Maybe it is Voltron. I did initially say Exodia, but I think Voltron would be more accessible for you. Why is that? Do you know what an Exodia is? Why is that? No, I just didn't... I don't know what an Exodia I didn't think is, that you... okay? But I didn't watch Voltron, okay? You didn't watch Voltron? I did not. But it's more, it's more in the public consciousness of your... The younger people. Of my generation? Okay, old man. Yeah, whereas Yu-Gi-Oh! is kind of not there anymore. Way to kill the economy, boomer. Yu-Gi-Oh! I know what I'm actually is. a Gen Z. Yeah, but you don't no, know what Exodia not. is. you're a millennial. That's definitely not the truth. That is the truth, because you are born before the ch- change of the millennia. You were born in 1999. Yeah, but apparently 1999 does not count. You were born in the 1900s, 1990, you are a millennial. 1996 to, like, 2003 is Gen Z. I think that's dumb, because it has to be the millennia. It has to be yeah. after... It is weird because, like... It depends because it changes in different studies. I think millennia means the new millennium. Yeah, that's what I think. So, but at the same time, like, I didn't... I don't remember 1999, you know? But at the same time, I was raised on... Like, I wasn't raised on, like, iPhone. Like, the newest generation and our generation, our ostensible shared generation... My first phone was ...seem very iPhone. different. Yeah, my first phone was a flip phone. My first phone was, like, you couldn't play games on it, you know? It was, like, no, maybe you could. Yeah, you had to hit but like you had, you to, had to hit the four button four times to get an S. Yeah. Or whatever. No. I think it was, I think it was maybe, uh, yeah. seven. Seven was the button you had to hit four times to get S. I don't remember. Um, I had yeah, DVR. Yeah, old flip phone technology. DVR, yeah. Got a fucking... Um, a VCR player. Do you still have one of those? No. Not in this no? house. I don't live in my parents' house, but my parents probably do. I've been, like, looking for one. Because I have a bunch of old videos and stuff that are on there. It and I want to like, convert them to CDs. I guess we could buy it on Amazon Prime. Or we could buy, like... Or we could just go to the library and... um, What is it called? Borrow... <laughs> I forgot what it's called to get something from the library. <laughs> Borrow... Um, the Twilight movies on like VCR. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, that's on true. DVD. Yeah, maybe we take a trip to the library and look for Twilight movies. I remember when I bought my last <laughs> laptop and it didn't have a D and D a DVD like um port. What is it called? A DVD. Yeah, player. it doesn't have a D and D. And I was there. DVD, not D and D. And I was like affronted. Like that's yeah. Yeah, I mean my current laptop doesn't even have a fucking usb port and i'm like i still need to put flash drives in here ew i haven't used a flash drive since i was in like middle school yeah well do you do a lot of media stuff (laughs) do you have to work with large files that's true i don't it's actually much faster to use a flash drive than to upload it to google docs oh my god it seems like this is done now do we have any more jokes? Are we done with Ogopogo? I think we're done with Ogopogo. Ha, we ran cool. out of jokes. And had cool. But I actually do have a game for us to play. Uh, well, not really a game. I have oh? a question for you. 
after the okay. housekeeping. Okay, well, let's do the housekeeping. Um, the first thing that's not in our written housekeeping let's start with that, too. that I want to address is that we are moving a lot of our stuff to YouTube in our midpoint um, channel, uh, which you can still find at youtube.com slash cryptids on cryptids. Uh, we'll still uh, pull up our, our midpoint channel. So uh, we will have that link in the description, but we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing like background behind the scenes kind of stuff. Um, kind of talking about, you know, more of, of what we're doing with the podcast and, uh, you know, maybe launching some other projects on there. We recorded a video where you get to see my pretty face and like that should be your whole motivation. Go subscribe. Yeah. Go like and subscribe, And that guys. should be up by the time this episode goes up. Yeah, go like and subscribe. The podcast is on there, uh, free to listen to, as well as, you know, Spotify, iTunes, wherever else you listen to podcasts. Um, Please review our podcast so, yeah, as we, well, unless you have something negative oh, to yeah. say, in which case it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you have something negative to say, tweet at us. <laughs> tweet at us. You can only tweet If hate. not, go leave it on an iTunes. <laughs> and I will roast you back. <laughs> Um, um, speaking of Twitter, for now you can find us at OnCryptids on Twitter or at Midpoint Podcasts on Instagram. If you want more content from us, you can find Marty at Martist on Fire on YouTube and Twitter, and you can find me at underscore Narita underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Right now, Marty is selling a line of digital. I'm sorry, you should be Martin. I'm sorry, I don't mean to. Yeah, Right now, I am selling a line of digital art prints on my store at martistonfire.com. No, 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 no. I wasn't saying you take over my role. I'm saying I should be calling you Martin, your evil alter ego, rather than Marty. <laughs> is that canon? Is that part of the lore? It is canon. I feel like at, at some point we should do a whole lore breakdown for CryptoZunker. <laughs> I am God's favorite, and you are like the evil devil, Martin. <laughs> I'm the devil. That's why I want antlers. And that are horns. And that's why that's why you got defensive when I suggested horns. And really our podcast is just a, an entire cosmic heavenly battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's he's true. So he's selling a, li- a line of digital art prints. He'll he'll draw that up for you. The, the this little cosmic battle. Um and he has a very <laughs> cool sea, mi- sea monster print for sale. Um, and you can find links to all of this in the description below and leave us a review. Um, I had a question for Marty. Okay. How many, how, what percent, don't look at the research. Ah, bitch, you can see it. Go away. Go look at your research. I I don't have the tab open. I'll close it. What percent of British Columbians do you think believe in the Ogopogo? All British Columbians. Well, British Columbia is not very populated, right? I have no idea. I found out about British Columbia today. It's like too cold to live up there, so people don't. Okay. Um. But even so, like with the size of the lake, I'm gonna say like maybe twenty five percent. According to a, a was it called a survey done around April Fools? So maybe it's fake. <laughs> About <laughs> 16% of British Columbians believe in the Ogopogo, which is far less than the number of people 16. who believe in UFOs, which is 46%, or believe that a cure for cancer has been discovered, but is being deliberately withheld from the public, which is apparently, I got this all off a website, which is apparently 32%, or believe that Princess Diana was murdered. So more people believe Princess Diana was murdered than British Columbians believe in the Ogopogo. But 
Whoa. I'm not a British Columbian. And also, I don't think that includes the um, the Okanagan Nation. So, I yeah. think there's a lot more people. And now everybody listening to this podcast will believe in the Naha and Haha Itku. I need to slow down. I need to, I need to calm down. I'm very passionate about this right now. Um, yeah. So we're going to increase those numbers. We're going to find proof, get a million dollars, get that 16% up to 50%. We're on the grind. We're Let's the get this grind. Anyway, so if, if like one of you guys listens to our show and you get a selfie with the Ogo Pogo before us, you are legally contractually obligated to give us 50%. No, you're legally obligated to join our podcast <laughs> because you're cooler than we are. Also, if there's any British Columbian listening to this show, you got to believe in the Ogopogo. And yeah, that's true. And the Anaheim. Oh, I did want to thank um, the people that are listening to the show the most. Uh, we mentioned at Great John T and uh, at Aaron is it real on Twitter earlier. Uh, thank you guys for, you know, tweeting at us and, and being interactive with the show on Twitter. Um and I want to thank the uh, the five biggest cities that are listening to our show right now. So thank you to um, – actually, I'm going to give you this, and I want you to see – I want you to guess where they rank. Me? Um, yeah. And these are all top five. Where do they rank in the top five? Okay. Boise, Idaho. Ew. Ew? <laughs> They're in our top five listenership. <laughs> Ew! I'm so sorry. Boise, Idaho. I'm so sorry. I don't like the name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where do you think they rank? Um. Well, read me the other ones first, and then I'll tell you. Okay. Um. Brisbane, Australia. What? That's yeah. like the land of cryptids. Why are you listening to our show? Yeah. Right. But thank you. Thank, thank you. you for listening to yeah, the show. Yeah, I'm just slowly antagonizing um, all the people listening to us. Chicago. Love Chicago. Sorry. And oh. Eugene, Oregon. That's four. Um, And Vancouver, Canada. Oh, my God. Look at the Canadians. Yeah. Um, so which what order you, do you think this goes? I thought you said the British were listening to us. The British, are the British, you know what? They're falling off. The Canadians are taking over. No, I'm sorry. Come back. I'm wearing an Oxford. You know my fit that I said was really cute? I'm wearing a little Oxford jumper. It looks really cute on me. Please keep listening. Okay, I believe the first <laughs> one. Okay, I'm going to rank this. Well, let's go five. Let's go five to one. So who do you think is number five? Oregon. Okay. I no. Okay, well, don't tell me. Let me give you the fucking. List. Oh yeah, go your do your whole list. Do your whole list. Fine. And then Five I'll tell you the is truth. gonna be. I already forget them. Okay, there was Idaho, Oregon, Canada, Chicago. Okay, let's say Chicago's fifth. Let's say, but there's a lot okay. of people in Chicago. Uh, fuck. Let's give. Okay, five is Chicago. Fourth is gonna be. Got Boise, Brisbane. Fourth is going to be Canada. Fourth is going to be Canada. Okay. Third is going to be. Um. Boise. Third is going to be 
Second is going to be Oregon. First is going to be Australia. I don't think that's correct. Maybe first is... Okay, actually, can I say? Yeah, 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 go. You got one of them correct. Yeah? You got Boise in the right spot at third place. Okay, so then I think Oregon is first. Yep. Second, Chicago. Yep. Oh, my God. Fourth, what am I left with? Okay, so fourth uh, has to be Brisbane and Va- Vancouver. I said fourth was Vancouver, so fourth has to be Brisbane or uh, what was where's Brisbane? Uh, Brisbane is Australia. Oh, Australia's fourth, and so our international ones are fourth and fifth. Okay, and then Canada's fifth. Yeah, that makes sense. So thank you to you guys from Eugene, Oregon, Chicago, Illinois, Boise, uh, uh, Idaho. Brisbane, Australia, and Vancouver, Canada. You guys are our top five listenership. Thank you guys so much. If you want your city to be in the top five, I won't insult it. I'm share the show. Boise is a fun word. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, Boise's gonna drop to zero. (laughs) Um, go to Canada and find us the 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 Inhaha Itku and get that million dollars. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys all so much for listening. And until next time. And until next time, we'll We'll see see y'all in the the woods. woods.